Nomai Hairemai, and welcome to the Reviving Hope podcast. I'm your host, Bronnie Tressler, and this is a place to find Christian hope for mental health challenges. This episode, I'm delighted to be sitting down with my friend Phil Tate. We have a helpful conversation about how his relationship to scripture brought about radical change in his mental and emotional well-being. Phil and Bron Tate are both pastors at Grace Vineyard Church. Phil, it's really great to have you on the podcast. It's um, a real privilege. Um, we've been friends for a long time. Um, so yeah, just welcome. Yes, it's great to be here. And uh, I've never done like this with you before, but it's wonderful to be here talking. Yeah. Oh, that's great, Phil. Can you tell me a bit about yourself, like your family, work, interests, that kind of thing? Yes, a little bit about myself. Um, I came from a f- uh, farming ba- background and uh, country life um, was actually quite a wonderful life, really. Um, when I was about 13, I had to go to boarding school because we lived in the country. I didn't really like boarding school that much, but uh, but that was the way it was. Um, yeah, at, at just a little bit at that stage, when I turned 18, I big decision, I became a Christian 50 years ago now. Um, it was the time, actually, of the, that whole Jesus revolution. Uh, that time, there was a, a lot of people becoming Christians. Uh, so I've been f- Christian for 50 years wow. this year. Um, I've been involved um, in different work in police youth aid. Uh, I've been involved in mission work. We were involved in Youth with a Mission in India, um, Amsterdam. We, I've been a pastor, Baptist pastor, and vineyard pastor. Uh, a little bit about my myself. I, I love... Um, Teaching, preaching, uh, prayer, and prophecy. Prophecy, speaking. I pray for people. God gives me words. I love praying for people. Um, I've been married to my wife, Bron, um, another Bron, <laughs> uh, for 44 years, and uh, we have three adult children. Um, so it's six grandchildren. Uh, my middle son, Greg, um, is autistic, and he had to go into care when he was 14 years of age. So that's been a very painful, difficult journey for us. We still see him quite regularly. But, uh, yes, yeah, some of my interests or hobbies, I I love watching sport. <laughs> I love rugby and cricket in New Zealand sport here. Um, I love... Um, we we really love people, just being with people, mm. um, relationships. Both my I kind of my wife and me. That's our hobby, really. So we en- enjoy that. I enjoy reading and study, and I enjoy prayer. So that's just a little bit about myself. Yeah, yeah, that's great, Phil. And my husband and I, my husband Jono and I, have known you and Bron for many years now, and we had the privilege of you marrying us. So, um, yeah, that's great. I think that was about 17 years ago. Mm. I should know, but can't think right now. But, um, you know, when I was mentally unwell and over several years, or many years actually, I was not really my old self, um, you and Bron really supported me and your encouragement and prayer for me, um, you know, your prophetic gifting brought something of God's hope to me. 
You're also a real source of encouragement and inspiration to me in the whole area of meditating on scripture, learning it and proclaiming it or speaking it aloud. You know, I've found this whole thing to be really life-changing and I wanted to share or have you share something of what you've imparted to me. Phil, can you share with me a little about your story? I know that you've had something of a mental health journey, like many of us, and um, it's going back some years, but I would love to hear about that. Yes, a mental health journey is, um, yeah, some of my struggles with it. Actually, I think a lot of people have mental health uh, journeys, um, particularly even a lot of Christians, and my heart is for people to see people come into a better better. Yeah, relationship with the Lord and with their thinking. Yes, mine, mine was something. Um, I've been a Christian, as I said, for 50 years, but I it was about 20 years ago um, I started to do some things that changed my walk with the Lord. I, I had been struggling with um, thinking in my mind. I, I struggled with at, at times with depression and anxiety and a lot of discouragement. And uh, I, I thought being a Christian, just being a Christian, would automatically heal you of that. And going to church, which I think is very important, and so I, I learnt the word. I was um, a pastor. I was studying the word, but I decided to do something quite different than I than I'd done. And I started to memorize. I started to declare scriptures. Uh, that 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 changed my life. And uh, I realized in my family line there had been depression. My grandfather had a mental breakdown. He was put into a, a psych hospital for, I think, two years in those days. My older mm-hmm. brother had a mental breakdown. It's like families have these skeletons, and we had a like a, a depression, anxiety thing running through my family line. And I started to think, well, it, it was something of my mind, but also something of um, some kind of evil thing or demonic thing as we we use a term like that as christians uh that that was running through my family line and so i started this whole um prayer walking i did used to walk and i i started to speak scriptures over my life and that took me on a whole journey with that yeah it's great so phil um you know what? What made a real difference for you coming out of that time? The real difference was I started to pray in a different way. I, I'd pray, I and ask God for things, but I started to get scriptures and I declared them over my life, and I spoke against um, things that you know. I, I, I took authority over things in my mind. I I, I asked. I spoke and broke. I felt it was like a thing over my family line, mm-hmm. and um, and so I I did this. I had about fifteen scriptures I started with, and I just spoke over these things. And it didn't happen automatically. It's not. I think this is a real key: is we do a discipline, and if it doesn't work in a few days, we give up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I didn't want to give up, and I kept doing it. I did this for. I, I think it was about three or four months. 
Mm-hmm. But then I noticed something changed. I felt something lifted off my mind. I started thinking differently. I started to, um, yeah, I, I, I started to feel freedom that in a, in a real deep way in my mind and my emotions. Yeah. I believe I was actually renewing my mind. It talks in Romans 12, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And part of this process, getting the word into me, was renewing my mind. So, yeah, it's... Mm. Yeah. And sp- the spoken word's really powerful, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Because often as Christians, I think we we think of just reading and uh, reading silently yeah. the word, but actually speaking aloud and proclaiming it has, is different, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, yeah. In Romans... Uh, you know, 10, 17, it says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you'll be saved. And obviously we do that to get saved, but there's an aspect of that where we get all the benefits of salvation through that process. And I wasn't doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and with this, it doesn't just happen. It's like when you confess scriptures, I believe that the scriptures are true in God, but at times they don't feel true in you. And... There's a process, and it doesn't happen, I, of, of integrating that truth that's true in your experience and in your life. So, But a part of it is confessing it and mm-hmm. speaking it, which a lot of us don't do. We, we, because we think, oh, I'm saying something that doesn't feel real in my experience, I don't do it. But I didn't, when I started confessing the 15 scriptures, I didn't feel any of it was true, but I kept doing it. But then... After this time, I felt it became true. It became into my heart and mm-hmm. part of my life. Yep, it's mm, good. What are we've we kind of started talking about this? But what are some of the benefits of strengthening a relationship with the word, like in ways that you've talked about? I think it's just. Um, I think particularly in the whole area of mental health. Um, and when I talk of mental health, I don't want also people to think, well, if I'm on medication or I'm seeing counselling, you do away with it. No, I, I encourage people if they're on that to stay on that. <laughs> um, and there's other things, we need relationships. But I also think it's um, it's speaking the word that will also bring mental and emotional health to us. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah. Um, so I, I, you, I feel like you're quite a giant in this area. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm a learner. <laughs> um, you know, for me, some of the things that I've done, oh, sometimes it's been finding a scripture that is speaking to me. And I know you've told me before, like stay with, mm. stay on what God's speaking to you on before you move on. Mm. And sometimes I've stayed on a scripture for quite some time. Yeah. Um, especially when my concentration wasn't great, when yeah. I was really quite unwell. Um, yeah, what are some some of the sort of small ways that you can that people can um, do this? You know, what are some of the entry level kind of ways yeah. that people can do this? I think um, start small. Um, don't feel that you've got to sort of memorize in a day two hundred scriptures. Or yeah. I started small, and uh, I started with a few. And uh, and I stuck with it, and I, I persevered with it, and I saw change. But as as I've gone on, I've added a whole lot of scriptures to that. And what I've this is the way I work it is I I have planted scriptures 
on different themes. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've gone into scriptures on the love of God. I go into scriptures about the blood of Jesus. I go into scriptures about the cross. I go into scriptures about healing. And what I do, I've got groups of scriptures, and I call them, this is the way I do them, I call them gardens, yeah, gardens nice. in my mind. And so if I want to go into scriptures about healing, I go into my, I've got these scriptures, and then a lot of them are memorized, so I can... I can walk along the road and I can I can bring up scriptures mm-hmm. and and I think on them and dwell on them and so but then if I want to go into another garden of other scriptures uh, I do that but sometimes I'm also but like you I, I get fascinated with the scripture I get a scripture that really really speaking to me and I'll just think on it I'll meditate on it but I also will speak on it. It's interesting with meditation. You know, the Bible says that we meditate on the word day and night. And meditation is thinking about it, but it's also the word to mutter, to speak, to speak to oneself. So it's kind of a mixture of both. I'll do thinking and I'll, I'll speak it, but something of, of proclaiming it. Mm. Mm, I like that saying. I don't know who said it, but I preach to myself. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've said that. that. I got that from you. Yeah, I'm a preacher. <laughs> First of all, I preach in the church, but I'm always preaching to my soul because I'm very needy. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, so I, 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 it's basically saying to my mind, emotions, hear the word of the Lord. Um, when I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm a preacher to my own soul first, and then I preach obviously to others. Mm. Mm. I, something I've found, I like to mix things up. I I don't like to do things the same all the time. But one thing that I've gone into doing is walking, using my Bible app, um, the, the Brown Bible app, I like that, and I'll bring up. Um, a piece of scripture and it might be just two verses or you know just what I'm meditating on at the moment and I'll go for a walk and I'll look at my phone I have my earbuds in so people think that I'm talking to someone on the phone <laughs> and um, and just say it um, you know as I walk um, yeah I've just found that quite a good good way like to you know being on the move and having that rhythm of walking and um, I notice that I do walk slower when I'm meditating. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, well, I do similar. I um, Every morning I get up and I go for a walk. And I seem to be my sleeping at this stage of life. I find it hard. I don't, you know, you only get about, I get about six hours. And I will get up and I'll walk. You know, I'll walk. I'll, in home, I'll pray as well before it gets light but then I go for a walk and uh it's sort of about 40 minutes and I enjoy that because I enjoy walking and then I just I just bring up I'm going over scriptures and you know I'm not shouting out scriptures like but I'm just bringing them up and I'm just speaking over them and uh and then I'll just weave backwards and forwards over different scriptures and then I might pause on one and I'll start thinking about it Mm -hmm. and so I, I sort of mix it up yep yeah, that's good. Well, Phil, I think we've um, given people some good ideas. Um, actually, one that I was just thinking about, I I don't do this practice all the time. I come and go with it a bit, but I always find when I look at how I've been in myself, I can always say that I'm doing better in myself. Mm. I feel stronger in myself when I'm doing this. Um, and, you know, when you stop... 
um, and you know I think of these I'm quoting you for all things that you've t- reminded me about is um, you know don't don't be hard on yourself when mm. you start something and then you stop yeah. um, you know just build the word in slowly and you know like Joyce Meyer's saying um, what is it how's it go Phil I'm not where I was but I'm wasn't not I? where I want to be, yeah, but I'm yeah. not where I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a yeah a challenge for that. And I yeah. I think celebrate small beginnings. Yeah, and uh, yeah, whatever you give to the Lord, like you often feel you've never done enough, never done enough praying, never enough de- declaring. And I I think whatever you give to the Lord and in prayer mm-hmm. uh, is he celebrate. You know, it's a wonderful that you're actually doing it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because I used to think, oh, you have to be behind three hours to be, you know, to be with the relationship with the <laughs> Lord, and we go through all sorts of things with that. But if you get something and get something, I get into this because I enjoy it. It's a, it's a joy to me now. It's it's a discipline too, but because I've seen the effects on my life, and so the more you do it, the more it affects you. The more mm-hmm. you want to do it, so yeah. Yeah, I heard this. I actually saw it on Instagram. This little quote that was saying like instead of thinking of something as being a discipline because that seems like a attractive word (laughs) um it was just saying you know think of it as momentum that you're gaining towards your goal yeah um so yeah getting that momentum is brings joy doesn't it yeah Yeah. another thing i do is um just explaining a christian thing when i received the holy spirit i started speaking in supernatural languages speaking in tongues it's called and I mix it with confessing the word because this is a way of praying, which I believe is, is speaking the word in another way. Yep. So I do both together. Uh, I've got this rhythm where I do both of them, which they both work together. So, um, yeah. That's mm. great. Well, I'll put, um, I'll put on the blog site some scriptures just as ideas, some key scriptures that, um, you know, on the love of God and um, different things if someone wants to, make a start on it and um, and just one other little thing I'd say is you know just putting putting a verse and putting it in different places around your house mm. especially if you're a mother and you're busy just having something on the kitchen bench or in the bathroom or um, on the wall <clears throat> excuse me and um, yeah I think just doing s- just simple little things is really good yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, now cool. celebrate the celebrate the little things, you know, and uh, yeah. and don't start off. I'm going to do five hours. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, but but just do. And I think as you get changed by something, you it causes a momentum, you know, to do more. So yeah. Oh, Phil, thank you so thank, much. It's lovely to I, be in talk. Yeah. Oh, it's really great. You've got so much to share, and I'm sure we'll have you on. We, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'll have you on again at some stage. So thanks again. Okay, thanks. Matiwa. Yeah. Nā mihi. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope that you are encouraged. If you know someone who could be helped by what you've heard, please share this episode with them. Do subscribe if you haven't already. And if you'd like to know more about episodes, you can go to revivinghope.life.